Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. Well, hey, hey, Jude. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. How are you today? Very good. Are you ready for this week? I am. Once again, we're asking for your horror stories, your pet horror stories, preferably with good endings. Please. We, we like those. one 405 8405 for big-time prizes, I think we got a, a brand-new case of paw breakers in. Also, it's that time of year where people bless their animals. If you haven't had a chance to bless yours, well, get them near the radio. Dr. Reverend Capers will be joining us to bless our pets. Actress Jane Lynch is joining us. Do you remember her from Best in Show? I do. She, oh, I can't remember the character she played, but she was very funny. She's and, a funny lady. She, well, she just did some improv on uh, some TV show. Thank God you're here or something right, like that. Right. Uh, she's hosting as we broadcast live from the Race for the Rescues in Pasadena, October 28th. More details on that. Also, uh, you've handed me this press release. I just read it. It's about dogs that sniff out pirated CDs and DVDs. Can you believe that? I said, why not? kick off the show with this so you got the guardian on the phone and uh, apparently he's uh, a foreigner of some sort hi uh, hi neil hi where are we calling you uh, where you, you're calling me in, in northern ireland northern ireland wow. okay yeah. i got, got this press release from uh, manila in the philippines so i had no idea where i where i was calling we uh, of course are always trying to seek out and sniff out exceptional animals and we heard about lucky and flow yeah. What is your relation to Lucky and Flo? Well, I I trained Lucky and Flo. Um, when they came to me at first, they uh, one of them, uh, Lucky, had been uh, owned by a little lady in her 80s. And the dog was very, very destructive because she's full of energy, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, during her career, she had a, an entire Christmas cake. Uh, she had all the candles, the holders, the stand, everything. Oh, no. <laughs> really, really, really destructive. So her next stop was going to be the vet. Um, and I, I I had a look at her and I thought, no, I, I'm sure I could do something with her. So that was her. And Flo, she um, had been used to produce puppies all the time uh-huh. by this guy, uh not a very nice person so I got I got so from him and uh, we started training her and we never looked back now here's what they do and uh, you're gonna have to explain how this works obviously pirating of CDs and movies uh, is big-time business they can sniff out pirated versions of uh, CDs and DVDs no no that what they what they're trying to do is is, is to find the the polycarbonate that the DVDs and CDs were made of, so they can't distinguish between pirated and genuine stuff. Uh-huh. So what you do is, what we do or have done with them in Malaysia and in the Philippines and in Queens in New York, what we do is we take them to an area that we know there shouldn't be any DVDs or CDs, i.e. in a um, clothing consignment or something of that sort. Oh. Um, so if you've got you know, dozens and dozens of large boxes, and uh, you don't know what's in them. They'll tell you which ones have got the DVDs in them. <laughs> so basically, they can sniff out plastic of sorts. Is uh, that- well, it's not so much plastic because I've tested them on plastic. They don't, uh-huh. they don't react in any way to the boxes that the DVDs or CDs are contained in. Oh. Um, they only re- react to the uh, to the DVD. They also don't react to the labeling or to the glues or any of those things. We, we, we did a test with uh, HM Customs over in uh, Stansted Airport in London, 
um, where the dogs were on a conveyor belt. One of them was on a conveyor belt, and she was checking various boxes. Uh-huh. And this was being filmed. And um, anyway, she stopped at one box, and we, we lifted it off. And the customs uh, officer, he ripped it open with a Stanley knife. And inside it, he found all these tins of dog food. And he, he said to me with a sort of a, a wry <laughs> smile, well, mm, the dog has found uh, dog food. I'm sorry about that. And I said, well, well okay. But I said, let's have a look at what's down in this. And he lifted out all these tins. Uh-huh. And at the bottom was an envelope. And in the envelope was one DVD. Now, wow. It, yeah, it was an instructional DVD, fair enough. But, I mean, she had indicated that. Well, she followed that up then with another box. And this was full of um, pornography. You know, child pornography and that sort uh-huh. of nonsense. So... Uh, it was great to get that apprehended. Are there many dogs like this in the world that are trained to do this? No, they're the only two. They're the only two dogs in the world. Um, so it's and, and because they're the only two dogs in the world and it's sort of groundbreaking, there are a couple of characters who are now already claiming that they are the ones who uh, train Lucky and Flo. So if you put Lucky and Flo on the, you know, into Google, uh-huh. um, it's very unlikely you'll find my name associated with them. The, these other people seem to have, uh, they're very clever at what they do. So, Well, now, are you, uh, are you, uh, you're not the Guardian, there's another Guardian, is that correct? Um, they're actually owned by the Motion Picture Association of uh-huh. America. Uh-huh. Okay. I was um, wondering, because, you know, there's so much money that's lost, they've got to be, uh, they got to be paying for this. Absolutely. They, uh, what is it, 2.7 billion dollars a year, I think, they lose to Parasite. Um, so they've invested yeah, a significantly small amount, really, when you sort of look at it against that kind of a budget. Um, but they have significant, significantly contributed to the whole anti-piracy uh, dimension. Um, and they are, in fact, doing quite a lot for the Motion Picture Association in that, you know. How much is, uh, is the dog uh, making? How much is she making? Yes. Uh, that is a very good question. The man to ask that, I suppose, would be John Malcolm, who's the uh, he's the worldwide boss of the anti-piracy organization in Los Angeles. But they let's put it this way: when they did the raid in Malaysia, they found something like one and a half million sterling worth of pirated DVDs and um, burners and so on. So they made a huge dent. In the uh, in the piracy operation in Malaysia, mm-hmm. um, they did something similar, not as quite as big in the Philippines and in Queens. They found like hundreds of thousands of dollars worth. How old are Lucky and Flo? Um, they're both. Uh, let me see. They're both five now, but the problem is, you see, that they're both in quarantine. They have to do six months quarantine in the UK. Uh, because they transited the Philippines, oh. and the Philippines, yeah, the Philippines is outside the sort of scheme for allowing free passage of dogs from country to wow. country, and so unfortunately they have to do six whole months in quarantine. Is that, that's where they are now. Yeah, that's where they are right now. And when they come home, where will they be? Oh, they stay with me here. Okay. Now, do they need to be retrained after the six months in quarantine? They do. Yeah, they they would need a period of time. Now, it won't take them very long. A refresher course. Uh, well, what I, what, what we're actually doing, what the motion picture industry is doing now is they're talking about taking the dogs out of quarantine and bringing them to some of the Eastern European countries. 
mm-hmm. where there's a significant problem uh, around various borders. So once they come out of quarantine, um, I'll have to have about a week, I'd say, uh, of, of trying to retrain them, you know, get them back up. But they're mm-hmm. so focused on what they do, it should be fairly easy. Now, I would imagine you have uh, a lot of mileage points. You, you do a lot of traveling. Um, well, funny enough, the guy that I... I never... See, I'm Irish, right? And we don't... I, I haven't traveled a whole lot. I'm sort of buried in the mountains of Mourne here. And uh, the guy I'm traveling with a lot who works for the Motion Picture Association is uh, an ex-detective from the Metropolitan Police who works for the Motion Picture Association. Mm-hmm. He's a great character. And he kept saying to me, let me have... Um, right, I have that card and I get these points for it. And I was saying, what are you talking about? <laughs> And it's only now, after we've been to Hong Kong and Dubai and, and Los Angeles and all around. It's only now that he's admitted to me that he's got enough points gathered up now for him and his, his wife to travel around the world. <laughs> I so, think, what is this? So hey. I'll have to con so easily next time. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a Hollywood script in this somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so do you plan on training other dogs to do this? Yeah, I've been asked now by Malaysia to train two more. Uh-huh. Um, which uh, I'm starting tomorrow, really. And then there's possibly another two for another European country. Um, because it's fairly groundbreaking, unless people take the whole anti-piracy thing seriously, people aren't prepared to to invest this amount of money. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you look at it against the fact that uh, pirated goods take away from the, the earnings of the of the actors and, and the musicians and all sure. the rest of these people. It's quite a it's quite a nasty crime. How long does it take to train a dog and how do you train a dog for this? Right, well I, I had a very interesting discussion with a couple of NYPD dog handlers about this. Um, it takes me it took me in the first instance about twelve weeks. That's uh, all. Because, yeah well I had to establish first that there was a, a detectable odor on the DVDs and CDs, and that uh-huh. took about four weeks. And once I knew there was, then it was a matter of uh, imprinting the, this odor on the dog's mind. Now, I train explosives dogs and drugs dogs as well, but I, I do it differently to the NYPD, and I was really, really interested in how they do it. Uh, but their system wouldn't work with DVDs. Um, what they do is they rub a tennis ball, we'll say, on um, plastic explosive, uh-huh. right? And then that, that gives the, pl- the tennis ball a particular odor, and then the dog's trying to find that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's quite, you know, it's quite a good idea, but I don't do that. I do, uh, it's a trick of the trade. I do something slightly different, but I, it does not involve uh, rubbing any odor on the tennis ball. Well, we appreciate your time today. Neil Powell joining us. Uh, I think these are amazing dogs. Lucky and Flo doing exceptional work curbing the pirated CD and DVD market. We appreciate your time, Neil. You're very welcome. God bless you. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. The Animal Minute is brought to you by Urinoff, the number one vet-recommended urine odor and stain remover. To purchase, visit www.urinoff.com. Urinoff, finally, something that works. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too.
A Utah couple is suing SeaWorld for turning their home into an animal house. It all started when Gil and Laura Lynn Workman leased their home to representatives from SeaWorld during the 2002 Winter Olympics held in Salt Lake City. They seek $100,000 in damages, alleging that the animal visitors, including penguins, a lemur, a mountain lion, and a pair of pythons, were allowed to roam free in their home, leaving what animals leave all over. They also accused the handlers of letting one of the pythons hang out in the master bedroom's jetted tub to help the snake shed his skin. Sounds like this mess is going to be a bigger mess in court. I'm Brit Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. There's lots of reasons to need a urine odor and stain remover. Your dog's afraid of thunderstorms. Cat hates being alone. You've moved into a new house, but there's only one reason to buy Urinoff because it actually works. Urinoff's high-performance formula gets to the source of the problem and removes it permanently, even cat urine. Many odor removers claim to work, but thousands of loyal Urinoff customers, even vets, swear by it. If urine odor is a problem in your home, reach for Urinoff, the odor remover that actually works. Available exclusively at www.urinoff.com or your local vet. Did you know that dogs can get worm infections just from eating grass and that those same parasites can also infect humans? Ew! Gross! Thank goodness there's a safe and easy way to eliminate and prevent the major worms that infect dogs. Safeguard K90 Wormer. Just sprinkle it on your dog's food twice a year. And that's it? Yep. For more information, visit www.safe-guard.com. That's S-A-F-E-G-U-A-R-D.com. It's the best way I know to protect my dog and my family against intestinal worm infections. Animal Radio is brought to you by the American Anti-Vivisection Society. Stop the FDA from allowing milk and meat from cloned animals to be sold in grocery stores. Contact the American Anti-Vivisection Society for information at www.endanimalcloning.org. Hi, I'm Jay Moore, and as a sports fan, I can tell you there's nothing quite better than spending a day in the park playing catch with a beautiful lady. Like Shirley, my dog. Listen, adopt a pet. They are the most loyal companions you will ever have. Visit Pets911.com or call one 888 pets 911 Hooray! For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. Hey, cat lovers. Wish you never had to touch, smell, scoop, or buy cat litter again. Your wish is granted with Cat Genie. The world's only self-flushing, self-washing cat box. The Cat Genie looks like a cat toilet and cleans like magic. See it in action at 60catgenie.com. That's the number 60catgenie.com. Or call 1-800-517-4289. That's 1-800-517-4289. Cat Genie is totally litter-free. Okay, cats need to dig and cover. So Cat Genie uses permanent washable granules that never need changing. To cats, Cat Genie fills and acts like a clean litter box. See it in action at 60catgenie.com. That's the number 60catgenie.com. Or call 1-800-517-4289. That's 1-800-517-4289. 
Hi, I'm Vanna White, and I invite you to help solve the puzzle of saving animals' lives. Come on out Sunday, October 28th to the annual Race for the Rescues 5K Run, Walk, and Pet Adoption event at the Pasadena Rose Bowl. Proceeds benefit eight nonprofit dog and cat rescue groups. Go to racefortherescues.org to sign up and make your tax-deductible donation. Make adoption your first option. Racefortherescues.org. Hi, this is Hal from Animal Radio. Come join us as we broadcast live from the Race for the Rescues. Hi, it's Lisa Laporta from HGTV's Design to Sell for Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pet. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. Ooh, Judy, did I scare you? Yes, I wasn't expecting that. It's a Halloween almost. 1-866-405-8405, looking for your horror stories. Who do we have on the phones with us? This is Sally. Hi, Sally. San Juan Capistrano. San San Juan Capistrano. Are you listening on the internet or on radio? I'm on... um, um, uh, I guess Coast and K-Big might be K-Big. K-Big, okay. K-Big, 104.3. Very good. Do you have a horror story for us? Yes, I do. Okay, well, the lights are dim in the studio. We're ready for your horror story. Okay. It has a good ending now, doesn't it? Uh, yes, it does. Okay. Well, sort of, kind of. Um, yeah, it does. Um, well, I had this cat. His name was Moppy. He was a Siamese Manx. Beautiful little kitty. Kind of timid, though. You know, he really only liked to come to me, you know, as far as family members go. And so, um, I mean, he was mainly an indoor cat, but, you know, cats get out every now and then. Sure. So, I came home from work, and... You know, as soon as I get home from work, of course, I have to see my kitties, you know. Mm-hmm. And and he didn't come home, and he didn't come home. Uh-oh. And I'm going, oh, no, I'm thinking, where is my kitty, you know. So, you know, I, I ended up going to sleep about 10 o'clock, <clears throat> and I was, you know, I was trying to go to sleep. Yeah, I, I bet you didn't sleep very well. No, I couldn't because my kitty was missing. Sure. Poor Moffy. And I'm going, so all of a sudden I heard this, meow, meow. <laughs> and, and, and so I go to my back door, and there's Moffy. And so what happened is I, I, I went to get him, uh-huh. and I saw he had a slit on his side. Uh-oh. And, you know, in, in, in that slit, you could see the muscle and oh, everything. No. It was just gross. And so I'm going, oh, my God. I, you know, and I've got to go to work the next morning. Sure. I, I have to be at work at 7 o'clock in the morning, and I, so I have to be up about 5, 5.30. I go, well, i got to take him to the vet because this was the slit was about 2 inches. What, did you get into a scrap or something? I don't know what had happened. I'm mm. not really sh- I still don't know to this day. Mm. Somebody was, I think, mean to him. Yeah. Because I took him to the vet, and mm-hmm. long and behold, when I went to the vet, um, they x-rayed him mm-hmm. because of this wound. And guess what they took out of him? I don't know. You know the little, you know, you have your faucets in your backyard, that little, little t- knob? Yeah. Uh-huh. One of those was in his side. Oh. So, and I'm just, I'm just horrified. So they kept him for about three or four days. You know, they they had to give him antibiotics, and mm-hmm. you know, they they couldn't suture it up because of possible infection sure. and stuff yeah. like that. And they they, you know, they shaved the area and stuff, uh-huh. and 
and um, he ended up being fine after that. Good. And uh, but it was just horrifying. Uh, you know, I still have the little knob to this day oh, no. that that they took out of him. Hmm. Um, I I since you know I was living in Costa Mesa at that time, and I've since moved to San Juan. And I don't know, this is kind of unhappy, but, sure. you know, after I, you know, where I live is kind of out in the country, yeah. and one night he did not return Ooh. home. And I think, unfortunately, I think the coyotes got him. See, out, outdoor uh, cats have yeah. a, shorter unfortunately, life. a shorter life because of, of events uh, like that. You know this. what, I try and keep him indoors, but, you know... It, it, they, you know, they love. They you know, love to go outdoors. They I love know that. Out well, they they bring me presents. You know, he he used to bring me all kinds of little presents, uh-huh. and you know, I'd find him up on the roof. You know, because and I'm thinking, well, he'd be up on that roof because of you know possible. You know, coyotes chased him up there. Do you have any cats now? Yes, I do. I, I, I in fact, I rescued a kitten Good. from the Santa Ana train station. He, she fit in the palm of my hand What's when I got her, and now she's about six months old, and she is just a. She, she's again timid. She, she only lo- the only time she really loves to get next to me is when I'm sleeping, and she, I can, I'm, I'm woken up at night listening to. Because she's sucking on my nightgown. <laughs> and she's just a love. And then I have um, another kitty. Well, what's her name? What's her name? Her name is, well, she's gotten named a couple of different things. Yeah, I don't she's know only I, six months old. Uh, she, if, originally, because I found her at the train station yes. in the bushes. Yes. Well, actually, I didn't find her. One of my coworkers did. Uh, her name was Choo Choo. Choo Choo. But then... She was having accidents, so Uh-oh. I called her another name, and I don't know if I can say it on the air. <laughs> no, <laughs> Kitty. <laughs> now is that her current name? No, her current name. I changed it back to Choo Choo because she she corrected that problem. I'll tell you, that's a pretty good one there. I think that ranks up there. Yeah. Uh, we're going to give away five haw breakers, uh, which is some compressed catnip balls oh, for great. your uh, cat. Okay. Okay, great. Hold on one second. Thank you. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. We want to hear your happy ending pet horror stories for big time prizes for your pets right here at Animal Radio. Actress Jane Lynch is she is on the way? Is she? Still? Yes, she is. And I understand next week Glenn Close will be I joining know. us. Can't believe it. And the mass blessing of the animals right here on the radio just in a couple of minutes. Go get your pet if you haven't blessed them yet, like we do every day. We bless our animals every day. We'll do it in mass. Coming up next, right here on Animal Radio. Hey, you know anyone who has owned a pet can tell you nothing is more frustrating than their pet soiling in the house. Often they do this in one spot, over and over and over again. There's a reason why your pets do this. Pets are attracted to their own unique body scent, which is known as their pheromone. And that pheromone is always left behind in every soiling. Therefore, it's natural for your pet to follow his keen sense of smell and go back to it. So the question is, how do we get the pheromone out so our pets stop resoiling in the house? Well, the good news is there's finally an answer. It's Get Serious Stain, Odor, and Pheromone Extractor. Get Serious is the only stain and odor remover with the ability to remove your pet's pheromone while also getting out the urine odor and any stain. Stop blaming your pets for resoiling when you used a cleaner that didn't get the pheromone out. And don't spend another minute cleaning up unnecessary repeat accidents. Pick up Get Serious today at 
PetSmart or visit PetSmart.com. Did you know that dogs can get worm infections just by eating grass and that those same parasites can also infect humans? Protect your dog and your family by deworming your dog twice a year with Safeguard Canine Dewormer. For more information, visit www.safe-guard.com. That's S-A-F-E-G-U-A-R-D.com. Hi, this is Creston. Of course, you know me as the amazing Creston. And you're listening to me on Animal Radio. Don't forget to spade and neuter those loved ones which we bonded with our pets. Hello, this is Don DeLuise, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Love your pets, they'll always love you back. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And I understand that Jane Lynch, actress Jane Lynch, will be joining us in just a few minutes. Wow, what a month you have booked. (laughs) Glenn Close joining us next week. Award-winning author Robert Fulgham uh, also this month. And some very special surprises, which I can't tell you yet because they'd kill me if I told you. That's how that works there. And uh, Judy is rounding up all the studio animals right now because we're about to bless the animals. She's uh, getting Boog and Nike in the studio. They're the last ones to come in for this kind of stuff. If you haven't had a chance to bless your animals yet, this is your chance. Bring them on over to the radio. I've got them on. Ours are here now. They're all here? Yes. And uh, the Reverend, I believe, is on line four. Uh-huh. Can you hit that, please? Reverend? Yes. Dr. Caper is joining us. Doctor, I, I wanted to get you on the phone because it's this time of year that we're all doing the blessing of the animals, and I couldn't think of anyone better to do it than you, Dr. James Capers. Well, thank you so much for having me on your show today. It's, it's actually a wonderful privilege. Well, you know, I realized, I was just thinking this morning, that I've known you for 21 years. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. <laughs> it, it is very, very amazing. So how are you doing this morning? Well, you know what? I'm doing absolutely wonderful, and uh, things are uh, just going great, and I've been traveling all over the world, meeting all kinds of heads of states and diplomats, and just last week I was at the Waldorf Astoria when uh, the United Nations was in, and I was in the executive towers, and I met many, many, many diplomats there, and you know, it's just wonderful. Changing the world, one diplomat at a time, huh? (laughs) Absolutely, sir, absolutely. Tell us a little bit about uh, the animals in your life. Well, you know what? How what I just absolutely adore is that I am telepathic, and being telepathic, I am able to speak to animals. And I had a cat, actually, should have been in the World Book of Guinness records. Uh, she lived 21 years and six months. Wow. Yes, her name was Felicia the Cat, and that was the first time uh, having a familiar, someone, uh, an animal around me where I was actually testing and working with her, and she was absolutely my baby. She was a calico. She was a calico cat, and um, that was when I discovered the ability that I could actually communicate. Now, right now, uh, I have what is called a shih tzu. Now, the mother and father both are, uh, in fact, Westminster champions. Yeah, so I'm just really grateful to have my little Hope Angel with me, and I just absolutely adore him. (laughs) And, And you probably bless him every day. 
Well, actually, I think he blesses me out every day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of it's kind of uh, different, you know, when you can actually really communicate with your animals. Now, you know, I was a pet uh, uh, clairvoyant uh, counselor for years. I didn't know that. Oh yes, yes. Matter of fact, um, when I first began back in about uh, well. 1990, around this that time, uh, I was doing uh, pet counseling on radio. People would call in with their pets, and basically what I would do is I would solve problems. Like what kind of problems would you run into? <laughs> well, one, you know, just uh, numerous different ones. Like, uh, you know, cats are very, very intelligent, and they try to send their human uh, 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 partners um messages and a lot of times people don't understand and the one lady got on the phone she had a beautiful white Persian cat and uh, by the way her name was Princess I do remember huh? <laughs> and and, and um, she asked me she said Princess will not get out the bed and this, I said well how long has this been happening she said for the last two months uh, she barely goes to her litter box we had to move it into the bedroom and she said can you tell me what's wrong I said ma'am you have mice in your house and princess is afraid of them oh, afraid no. of the mice she was afraid but you know what she was a finicky princess <laughs> <laughs> and she was actually afraid of mice and so she said what well, she said Dr. Capers that can't be true she said I live in a very lavish home and I said ma'am I said would you please please Call the exterminator, and then we'll see. Then later she emailed me and told me, she said, well, Dr. Capers, I didn't have mice, but I had some gerbils. Ooh. Yes, her her grandson had brought gerbils over visiting, and one of them got out, and Princess was afraid of the gerbil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you, you're solving problems like this all the time, huh? Yes, and then don't forget that there's the social problems, and that is that sometimes cats, dogs, and other animals have social issues with their their pet uh, parents and what happens is a lot of times is that um, uh, you might have a actual cat or a dog that might be undergoing depression real depression really oh absolutely I mean you have to realize that they are inside our world and have their own characteristics and their own personalities and along with having characteristics and personalities depression is a part of life and uh, how would you treat that well basically what I would do is I would try to uh, telepathically speak to the animal and by the way I usually do it by telephone I don't even have to do it in office and and I would speak to the animal and find out what the major issues were and then have the pet parent uh, be able to begin to address the issues now here's one that was very very severe to one of my long-term clients over 20 years she had a beautiful schnauzer oh absolutely gorgeous and he got to the age of about 16 years old 
and she uh, didn't know what to do because he became incontinent, and he, she actually had him trained so well he would ring the bell to go out and yada yada. <laughs> yeah, oh, she was she was a psychotherapist herself, <laughs> and actually, um, Hope Angel rings the bell when he has to go out. Does he? Yes, yes, we trained him that way. So what happened was he started having fears of her putting him to sleep. And so he addressed the issue to me, to her. And he said to me, please tell her not to put me to sleep. I'll try to do a little bit better. And you know a dog about 16 years old is like a grandpop speaking to you. Yes. Yeah, it's like a grandfather. And so I spoke to the the pet parent, and I said to her, you know, he's really afraid that you're going to put him to sleep. So she took him in her arms, and she held him, and she said, Sonny, I promise you, I will not put you to sleep, but when your time comes, I'll be there to love you, to hold you, and I'll be with you. And his behavior became extremely responsive to her. We're getting goosebumps. I can see Hal's arm. He's, his hair is sticking. <laughs> <laughs> we are with uh, Dr. James Capers, Reverend Dr. James Capers, who I've known for two decades now. We're running out of time, so we got to get to the meat of this right now. We would like to bless our animals. Some of us go to church to do that. Some of us uh, do it every day in little ways. I have called you up to help us bless our animals uh, over the radio and moss. Uh, so that we can all bring our animals to the speakers of the radio and hear Dr. Reverend Capers bless our animals. Is that okay with you, Doc? I would love to bless the animals today. Let's us go into uh, sober prayer right now. Dear Father God, who gives us all things and all things come from you, we humbly come before the throne of grace this gracious day to bring before you all of the ones who are part of our family, who may be our cats, our dogs, and all other types of animal species that we call our loved ones. We ask that you bless them right now and open the windows of heaven and pour out your spirit and anoint them from the head all the way down to each one of their feet. And as you're blessing them with this wondrous prayer, we ask that you shield and protect them and also uh, uh, give unto them perfect health that they may live long and give us as a family love, care, joy. And we thank you right now for it. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I do decree this prayer upon each and every animal. Amen. Mm. Thank you very, very much. Dr. James Capers, your website is drjamescapers.com. You're going to be in New York soon? Oh, yeah, I'm going to be in New York next week uh, from the 19th to the 22nd at the New Life Expo, where I will be performing medical intuitive uh, sessions there. And also, uh, this weekend, I will be blessing Charger Memorabilia. Uh, They asked me to 
bless them. <laughs> they asked me to bless them last week on Tuesday because they were in a slump. And guess what happened? They won 43 to 3. I heard about that. Go Chargers. Yeah, they, they, they opened up a can of whoop butt. <laughs> and of course, that's your hometown there, isn't it? Yes, it is. So I'm, I'm Dr. Capers, and don't get mad at me, but I'm going to be blessing the Chargers all the way to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Oh, thank you guys so much for having me on. I hope that uh, you'll have me back on pretty soon. Oh, 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 oh. Hope Angel, my shit suit, has something to say. Okay. He's speaking. Uh Oh, he says that please make sure that we're back on pretty soon because he wants to give messages to other Shih Tzus and other dogs of his species just to say a kind word. That is one smart Shih Tzu. Let me tell you that right now. Oh, Dr. James I Capers. Speak, I, I don't speak poodle too well, but I do speak Shih Tzu. <laughs> Hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. Hi, I'm Greg Rickhart from The Young and the Restless. Please come out Sunday, October 28th, to the annual Race for the Rescues Run or Walk and Pet Adoption event at the Pasadena Rose Bowl. Proceeds benefit eight nonprofit dog and cat rescue groups. Go to racefortherescues.org to sign up and make your tax-deductible donation. Make adoption your first option. Racefortherescues.org. Race for the Rescues. Go to racefortherescues.org to sign up and to make your tax-deductible donation. Every once in a while, there comes along a special group of animal lovers that stands strongly in defense of the voiceless. Animal People is that newspaper for people who really care about the animals. Animal People's published ten times yearly. The publisher is a nonprofit corporation dedicated to exposing the existence of cruelty to animals and to informing and educating you so that animal lovers worldwide can eliminate such cruelty. Your subscription is $24 a year and is 100% tax deductible. Get Animal People's fair and accurate investigative reporting from the industry watchdog. Visit our website at www.animalpeoplenews.org. That's www.animalpeoplenews.org to subscribe to the news for people who care about animals. Animal People. Subscribe today at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Hi, this is Emmy Lou Harris on Animal Radio. Please stay in new to your pet. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. I don't know about you, but I feel pretty blessed. I do, too. We have some great studio kitties here. We sure do, and uh, we want to thank Dr. Reverend uh, James Caper for joining us and blessing our animals. I feel like I could check that off the old list there. (laughs) Uh, We have uh, Jane Lynch winning on line four, I believe. We'll be broadcasting live from the Pasadena Rose Bowl with her. Uh, I'll let her explain it all. Hey, Jane. How are you? Very well. How are you doing? I'm excellent. Thanks for getting up so early this morning to talk to us. Oh, it's not so bad. It's 9.45. I should be up. (laughs) (laughs) Good. Well, I wanted to call you and ask you about the Race for Rescue, which is happening. We're actually going to be broadcasting live from that. That's happening on the uh, 28th. 
right, of October, which uh, is a uh, Sunday. Yes. Yeah. Are you going to run? I, I will not be running. <laughs> I'm bringing my little dog with me, and I'm going to uh, event or uh, host the, um, the the fashion show with the dogs. They dress them up Halloween style, and um, last year all of the the dogs that and cats that did the um, the fashion show were adopted, so that was great. Yeah, yeah. I heard that. Yeah, that- so it's really good. It's a lot of fun. There's such great spirit. Everyone brings their dogs, and there's also a race for the kids that starts about an hour afterwards. Um, that's a one mile walk for the kids. And no. the adult is a, a 3.2 mile run. Can, can I enter as a kid? <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, I was thinking that's what I'd do, too. <laughs> and, of course, you can bring your dogs. And it's so near Halloween. Right. Why not dress them up, right? Yeah, a lot of fun. I, my little dog is going to wear a tutu. I have a Lhasa Opso, Olivia. <laughs> and if you go to the site, you can see rescue, uh, racefortherescues.org. You see a picture of me and my little dog, Olivia. Oh, we'll definitely do that. We'll do that, yes. And this, uh, of course, benefits uh, eight nonprofits. Right. Yeah, terrific, and it keeps them, you know, from uh, euthanizing these dogs and gives them money so that they can, dogs and cats, so they can keep their doors open. And it's just a really great organization that helps so many other, um, you know, not-for-profit groups. Now, all these organizations will be out there. A Dog's Life Rescue, Animal Alliance, Best Friends, Four-Legged Friends Foundation, Kitten Rescue, Molly's Mutts and Meows, the Lang Foundation, and the Rescue Train. Right, right. Uh, it's one of those things that if you go out to, you might come home with an animal, right? You could. You know, it, it's so wonderful to see these dogs and cats. We had a cat last year who um, actually passed away this year of natural causes, which oh. is great. His name was Elvis, and he was like 20. Was, he was the hit of Race for the Rescues, and he had a wonderful home for the last year of his life. Gotta love that. Yeah. Now, and your little Lopso, Opso, uh, what, what's his or her name? That's Olivia. Okay. And she's seven, and I also have a Wheaton Terrier who's four, and her name is Georgie Girl Kilkenny. And I have two cats, too, Greta and Riley. So wow. I'm Nagerie over here. Do you plan on taking any home from this event? I'm ta- uh, you know what? I can't, but who knows? <laughs> you know how they always say, oh, I can't, and then you get there and you come home with a couple of them. With an armful, yes. Yeah. Well, so you're, you're an animal lover from way back. I am, yes. Even as a kid, I just adore them. Well, that's what I wanted to ask you. You know, for me, there was a childhood uh, animal, and suddenly there was an epiphany that these, the, what I thought, were just things are now sentient beings. Yes. When did that happen for you? Well, I think with our dog Misty when I was growing up, we had a couple of dogs and that were like unruly and my, my mother would give them to, you know, uh, it was almost like they were little possessions that we just gave away, like stuffed animals. And then my dog Misty, who was so soulful, she was a Karen Terrier, and we really came, the whole family really came to love her and I, I just saw these wonderful creatures as just being so soulful and how they're just so vulnerable and they're our responsibility to take care of and they give us so much in return. L.A. has kind of a bad problem with the uh, overpopulation yeah, problem. Yeah, I guess we're like the worst, or one of the worst in the world. Or the country, anyway. I think there are worse places in the world. Yeah, it's, it is one of the worst in the country, but there are a lot of organizations and a lot of these organizations taking part in this great race for the rescues. Now, this yeah. is the second year. You did this last year, is I that did correct? last year. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Tons of people were there. It was a really beautiful day. And I understand that some of the runners are going to be from the Days of Your Lives. And oh, right. And the, um, uh, uh, what is it, the Price is Right? The Price is Right, ladies. The models have a group. <laughs> they're going to run. And, you know, uh, Bob Barker was such a, and continues to be such a big animal advocate. He always said at the end of the show, spay and neuter your dog. Yes, yes and, you know, now that uh, Drew Carey has taken over, Drew has agreed to keep that going. Fantastic. Isn't that great? That's yes. Wonderful. That's wonderful. And, of course, uh, Bob Barker also continuing his efforts trying to get the elephants out of Anchorage, Alaska. Right. I heard about that. Yeah, he's something. He's, he's really a, 
a godsend for the animal kingdom. So what are you doing job-wise? I, I understand you're pretty busy. I'm looking at at least a list of <laughs> half a dozen posted or pre-production gigs for you. Right. I'm doing, well, I have a film coming out in um, uh, at Christmas, uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks, which animal lovers will just adore. And I'm in the process of doing a movie called uh, Big Little Men, Little Big Men, beg your pardon, with Paul Rudd and Sean William Scott. And that is a lot of fun. I'll be doing that through Thanksgiving. And for the Alvin, do you use your voice? Uh, actually, I, I'm, I play the boss, Dave Boss, but the chipmunks look completely different. They're these little, adorable uh, 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 chipmunks that are tiny, very tiny, and really cute. Boy, those guys have been around for a while, haven't they? They sure have, yeah. I think it was like in the, the 60s. Yeah. Uh -huh. It was like a, a, an improv show that I just saw you oh, on. Yeah. Um, uh, thank God you're here. You were hilarious. Well, thank you. That was one of the, that was almost a nightmare. Internally, what was going on with me was, uh -huh. uh, was obviously didn't show on the outside, which is good. But that was like being, you know, shot out of a vacuum into something. And, <laughs> you know, when I saw it, it's an Australian show. When I, when I saw a tape of um, the Australian show, I thought, oh, this looks fantastic. I would love to do this. But it was nerve racking. Oh, you couldn't tell. You did very good. well. Good. Well, thank you. I'm glad to hear that. The adrenaline rushing, I'm sure. But uh, you were... Very witty. I, I did you win? I didn't see the end. I did of it. not win. I you lost should to, have. Oh, thank you. I lost to um, Harlan. I forget his last name. He's a Canadian guy, a comic. He is hilarious, uh -huh. and I thought he just did a great job. Well, I, th I thought you should have taken it. Well, God bless you for saying that. <laughs> well, we look forward to seeing you very soon. It's the Race for the Rescues. Right, and you can go to RaceForTheRescues.org uh, if you want to check it out. It's at the Pasadena, um, uh, the Rose Bowl at Pasadena in Area H, and it starts at 7 a.m. The registration begins at 7 a.m., and the race starts at 8.30 and 9.30 for the kids. And you can register on the day if you want to register. You sure can. You sure can. Just come on down and have a lot of fun and dress your dog or cat up. And prepare to take some animals home. Yes. <laughs> Jane, thank you so much you for bet. joining us. We will see you then. Hold on one second, if you sure. will. Race for the Rescues. It's on the 28th. We will broadcast it live here on Animal Radio. I'm going to put all the details here at AnimalRadio.com so you can go check them out. Thanks for your support. That'll be very fun. I'm looking oh, forward I to that. Too. I can't wait to see all the animals dressed up. Thanks, Jane, for coming on the air today with us. If you're leaving us right now, remember there's lots more. Live, 24-7, we're streaming online. Animal Radio at AnimalRadio.com. Pretty simple to remember. If you can't remember that, then um, God bless you. <laughs> also, on any cell phone, any provider, simply text ANIMAL. To 27627. And remember, if you get a pet, please spay or neuter. And if it happens to be a cat, don't declaw. And always adopt from your local shelter. I'm Judy Francis. I'm Hal Abrams. We'll see you next week for more Animal Radio right here on this fine station. Have a great week. Bye-bye. This is Animal Radio Network. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. Judy, you do a phenomenal job booking the show. Thank you. Am I reading this correct? Jennifer McCarthy is up next. Yes, she is. God, I love that TV show she did. The, uh, she's, boy, what? she's a hottie, too. Wait a minute. I actually have a Jenny McCarthy poster. Wait a minute. Me. This is not that Jenny McCarthy. This is Jennifer McCarthy. There's a lot of confusion between the two. Oh. Sorry, this is not the blonde bombshell. What, what does she do? Uh, this Jennifer McCarthy is a dog trainer to the stars. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds fun. Okay. <laughs> Uh, also, more of your pet horror stories at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five for valuable prizes. 
What was that? Valuable prizes. Valuable prizes, you said. How would you like to jet off to Hollywood for a photo shoot with your pet and celebrity photographer, Christopher Amoruso? We'll tell you how to do that this hour. Also, George Clooney speaks out about his late pet pig. I know he's, boy, he's working hard, and we'll tell you why. Uh, We'll be calling the winners for the Summer End Giveaway and letting them know that they've won. So if you've entered and your phone rings, get ready. During the last break, Judy, you were surfing the Internet. I believe you were looking at Kyle Oren's site, little nine-year-old Kyle. Uh His auction, his celebrity auction. It's almost over. I think there's about another week to go. He still has some callers up there that are available. I understand that Dean Kuntz is the high bidder right now. Not the high bidder, but the caller that has the highest bid. How much is it at right now? Uh, his caller so far is going for $380, and it goes through Friday. So I think it might break $400. And, of Kyle. course, it's uh, it's all benefiting Canine Companions for Independence. Yes. Uh, he, of course, raised $20,000 selling lemonade for them last year. Uh, so check it out. Of course, there's a link from the front of AnimalRadio.com. We head to the phones where we have dog trainer to the stars, Jennifer McCarthy. She's joining us. Of course, you may know her from national television on NBC, ABC, CBS, Animal Planet, and now the pinnacle of her career, Animal Radio, I'm sure. <laughs> she, of course, is the celebrity trainer for a lot of A-list television film stars. Some of the world's most influential people like uh, uh, Christine Aguilera, she's very in- influential. Vince Neal. Um, the Osborne's very influential. Uh-huh. Jim Carrey, one of my favorite actors, he works with all of their animals. Hi, how are you doing, Jennifer? And by the way, do Good I, things. you ever get confused? Uh, anyone confuse you with Jenny McCarthy? Yes. Uh, in fact, it gets me very good res- reservations <laughs> at restaurants and hotels and stuff like that. <laughs> but, uh, of course, not the, not the same. No relation, I'm sure. You're in uh, Longmont, Colorado, just outside of Denver. Is that correct? Yes. It's uh, actually about 10 minutes north of Boulder. And do you have a ranch there? Yep, I've got a whole canine training center out here on five acres. How fun yeah. is that? Yeah. Who, what was the last celeb that you worked with that you can talk about, and what kind of problems do they deal? I mean, I understand. I hear that they get dressed one leg at a time also, one pant <laughs> leg at a time. I imagine they have the same problems uh, with their animals that uh, you and I might have. Yes, absolutely. Um, in fact, I, one of my specialties happens to be aggression. So some of the cases that I work on uh, with celebrities are, you know, in fact, uh, with their dogs that they don't want to end up in the press for biting someone or another dog. And I get called in on the job uh, instead of, uh, you know, a, a dog walker or something. I actually handle their dogs. Uh, I work for... Jim Carrey for five years, five days a week, and uh, was that a bad dog or what? Um, well, it's it, it's just you know uh, he had a very very large Great Dane that um, a lot of people had a hard time handling. Uh, the dog weighed, God, I think uh, well over two hundred pounds, and uh, just would you know these you know dainty dog walkers would come in and. They had a hard time just controlling him in general. Mm. So, and uh, I guess the one thing that you just mentioned, and we've heard about this before, is people are always out to get the celebrities' money. So, uh, whatever the dog does can land a celebrity in financial hawk. Oh, absolutely, uh, and that you know that's also to say with uh, protection dogs. Um, you know, I've trained a lot of protection dogs for celebrities and. Uh, 
Yeah, it can be a, a big problem. Um, lawsuits, uh, anyone of high status uh, that's in the press or, you know, has a lot of money, uh, people unfortunately try to take advantage of the situation. And unfortunately, sometimes uh, in cases with these dogs, um, you know, the dogs are the ones that are, uh, you know, kind of uh, left to blame for maybe not so much, uh, you know, something that would be to you and I a big deal. Um, For instance, like a golden retriever puppy just, you know, grabbing a pant leg or something and somebody goes, oh my God, your dog bit me. Mm -hmm. Well, to a celebrity or to someone in high profile that could, uh, you know, pose a problem. So Mm -hmm. they're always uh, having to be careful. Some of the training, the best training techniques involve the guardian. Do you have have to work with the celebrities? Do they understand you have to work with them, or do you just work with the dog? Um, I actually, the way I do my training, it's very much owner-involved. In fact, um, you know, rarely do I take on a case unless the owner is involved in, in one fashion or another. But I usually like to get everyone on board. That goes from the whole staff, uh, dealing with house managers to chefs to bodyguards to, um, you know, um, housekeepers. Everybody has to be on the same page. Uh, but most importantly, what I stress uh, with the owner, um, you know, of high profile is that the dog is, is only a small portion of the problem. So if they want to see results, then they're going to have to uh, be involved. So if one of these celebs calls you up and says, uh, take care of my dog, and they don't want to be involved, you don't take the case, I assume? Yes, pretty much so. <laughs> That's got to be pretty hard, because I would think normally in a family you just have you know a few people dealing with a dog, but in this kind of situation you have several people, and I guess they have to pretty much, like you say, be on the same page, treat the dog the same. If one person lets the dog get away with something, they it can ruin the whole training process? Yes, absolutely, and... Uh, You know, um, unfortunately, uh, people of high status usually have very busy careers and not Mm -hmm. a lot of time on their hands um, and, you know, want someone to come in and just deal with the dog. Um, But, uh, you know, usually they've gone through about five or six other trainers doing the same (laughs) thing because they're not seeing any results and there's a reason why. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, it's uh, it it can be, you know, confusing for the dog. So it's very important that everybody is on the same page, including the owner of that dog. And, um, you know, and then they'll see results. We're with Jennifer McCarthy. She is dog trainer to the stars. I see that a lot of the celebrities' kids or kid actors end up in trouble in drug rehab from, what, Danny Bonaducci to uh, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. They they all had very sordid lives because I I assume they were brought up in the entertainment industry and that led to that. Do you find that the dogs and cats and animals of celebrities find themselves in more trouble than the average cat or dog? Uh, That's a very good question. Um, Actually, yeah, there's... You know, it's it's really dealing with people who are living on a in a totally different um, realm of life, and the things that they're dealing with are not normal things that you and I would encounter on a daily basis. They have a hard time going to the grocery store uh, without being recognized and mobbed for autographs or what have you. Um, and uh, you know, part of this world is having things um, at your fingertips, being able to to hire someone on the drop of a dime to come in and solve a problem for you. 
And, uh, you know, unfortunately in the real world it doesn't work that way. It's not a magic wand. Um, yeah, I, I've seen a lot of um, cases where I think people of high status really want, um, you know, just the dogs to behave automatically. <laughs> And it doesn't really work that way, as you know. But there are also a lot of uh, really down-to-earth people in entertainment and uh, in business uh, that really grew up with dogs that know what it's all about and, um, you know, take the time to be involved. But, uh, yeah, I've seen some pretty interesting cases in that world. Who is the easiest celebrity to work with that really wanted to get involved with their animal? Um, I would have to say, uh, I would have to say Jim Carrey. Um, you know, I think he's a, a very down to earth person and, uh, really, uh, just, I mean, all the celebrities very much care about their dogs, but, uh, he really got it. And, um, you know, my hat goes off to him because of that. Mm-hmm. That's got to be confusing because I think he is dating Jenny McCarthy right now. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was there any dogs that you just thought you were going to throw up your hands and just give up? It was just too tough to to change, or couldn't it didn't work, or any? Um, very rarely do I, you know, ever experience that um, on the dogs. And uh, as far as on the clients, and sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's. <laughs> You know, it's like they're going to go through 10 more trainers and they're going to have the same experience with each and every one because it's a never-winning battle, you know. And uh, it can be very frustrating on my end. And there there are some people that I just have turned down uh, because, you know, it's not worth my time and it's not worth their time and we're not going to get anywhere. And I can already tell that right from the get-go. So there have been cases like that. But... but uh, very rarely uh, does it have to do with the dog. I don't want you to name names. Maybe you could tell me what rhymes with, uh, I don't know, um, Pilton. These kind of uh, <laughs> these kind of owners that doesn't seem like they really have their pet's interest in heart. In fact, they have these animals as accessories to hang around their neck and their purse. Mm-hmm. Very frustrating. Do you ever run into people like that? Oh, of course all the time i mean it's just not in uh you know uh the um high profile cases it's in average everyday people unfortunately uh you know um people like pilton for example <laughs> um you know have have uh, kind of made uh, dogs trendy um in the last uh, few years um just by being seen on the red carpet and everything Unfortunately, with the small dogs, uh, what I find a lot in is that uh, we're not understanding the psychology behind the Chihuahua. Uh, you know, dogs are all the same, whether you own a Chihuahua or a Great Dane or a German Shepherd. They're oh, all people. the same. But the problem with the little dogs is that we've been taking them, putting them in these purses, which um, obviously isn't giving them too much exercise. Secondly, they're constantly up high, so their confidence level has skyrocketed. <laughs> and uh, thirdly, you know, most of them are, uh, you know, a lot of the ones that I see uh, have more aggression problems than the bigger dogs uh, because they can get away with it more. You know, they're just smaller, so oh, the dog's being aggressive, well, I'll just pick them up and take them away. But uh, I think that the real issue here is um, trying 
trying to understand that, you know, dogs aren't accessories. They are animals, and they all come from the same place, which is the wolf, and they all think the same, whether they're small or big or what have you, and we have to treat them in a manner that's uh, kind of acceptable to their language. You say that uh, some of the celebrities go through several dog trainers. Do you ever compare notes with other dog trainers about celebrities? Um, yes, uh, well, there's been a couple of times I have a very good friend, um, in Florida who has handled, uh, some, some other cases and we've, uh, swapped stories, but, uh, you know, usually it's, um, you know, uh, just in dealing with the behavioral issues and the problems and, and stuff like that, uh, that's really what we talk about. Sounds like a fun gig you have. Jennifer McCarthy joining us. I guess the website is jmdogtraining.com. I'm reading uh, off yes. press release. Okay. That's right, jmdogtraining.com. I'm, of course, links to everything you've heard on today's show at animalradio.com. If you're in the Colorado area, you need help. The Canine Ranch Training Center, I believe that's in Longmont? Yes. Thanks for spending time with us today. Hey, thanks a lot for having me. Hi, I'm Vanna White, and I invite you to help solve the puzzle of saving animals' lives. Come on out Sunday, October 28th, to the annual Race for the Rescues 5K Run, Walk, and Pet Adoption event at the Pasadena Rose Bowl. Proceeds benefit eight nonprofit dog and cat rescue groups. Go to racefortherescues.org to sign up and make your tax-deductible donation. Make adoption your first option. Racefortherescues.org. Hi, this is Hal from Animal Radio. Come join us as we broadcast live from the Race for the Rescues. Did you see the paper? They mentioned cloning animals for food. Seriously? I thought cloning was still pretty experimental. It is. Most of the animals die or are born with some sort of health defect. So why is the FDA going to approve it? I don't know. It's upsetting that the FDA seems to be ignoring scientific evidence that animals in cloning suffer. And the FDA says that it won't even label cloned foods. That's outrageous. Yeah, and we could be eating meat or drinking milk from cloned animals and not even know it. Is there anything we can do to stop this? You can. Contact the American Anti-Vivisection Society at www.endanimalcloning.org to learn more about the problems with animal cloning and to help keep cloned food off grocery store shelves. Cloning animals for food is not just about food safety. Animal suffering and other ethical issues have been ignored for too long and must be considered. To learn more, visit www.endanimalcloning.org. Just because we can clone animals for food doesn't mean we should. Hey, cat lovers, wish you never had to touch, smell, scoop, or buy cat litter again. Your wish is granted with Cat Genie. The world's only self-flushing, self-washing cat box. The Cat Genie looks like a cat toilet and cleans like magic. See it in action at 60catgenie.com. That's the number 60catgenie.com. Or call 1-800-517-4289. That's 1-800-517-4289. Cat Genie is totally litter-free. Okay, cats need to dig and cover. So Cat Genie uses permanent washable granules that never need changing. To cats, Cat Genie fills and acts like a clean litter box. See it in action at 60catgenie.com. That's the number 60catgenie.com. Or call 1-800-517-4289. That's 1-800-517-4289. Now let's go to the phones for a very important call. Hi, I'm Kenny Loggins. And if you're like me, saving animals is music to your ears. Come to Race for the Rescue's Run or Walk and Pet Adoption event. 
All proceeds benefit eight nonprofit dog and cat rescue groups. Make adoption your first option. Race for the Rescues on Sunday, October 28th at the Pasadena Rose Bowl. Go to racefortherescues.org to sign up and to make your tax-deductible donation. Hi, this is Hal from Animal Radio. Come join us as we broadcast live from the Race for the Rescues. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405. Hi, who's this? Hope. Hi, Hope. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. I love that name. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Carson, California. Oh, listening on Coaster K-Big, I imagine. Yes, sir. Uh, please don't call me, sir. That's my dad. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, you have a horror story for us? Yes, I had, or I have a um, little golden... Um, kitten and what had happened is a friend of mine was sitting in a rocking chair uh-huh. and when he got up we didn't notice that the cat was under the rocking chair oh, no. and this man weighs like about 300 pounds oh. and he got up and he was looking out the door and he turned around and he says my god I killed the cat well I grabbed it real quick and I actually believe it or not gave it mouth to mouth resuscitation mouth to snout resuscitation <laughs> what's that like giving a cat mouth to snout <laughs> Well, believe it or not, it saved it. Wow. And he's just doing fine. He's just as honored as he was beforehand. <laughs> wow. And he's, he's beautiful, and thank God that uh, he's doing fine. And he stays away from the rocking chair, I imagine. Oh, yes. <laughs> Definitely. How old is he? Uh, he's about six months old now. Uh-huh. Really? So he was just, that happened when uh, he was just a little, a little guy. guy. Huh? Yeah, it happened, I'd say he was about just barely three months old. Wow. Well, Hope, what is his name? His name is Boots. Boots? Yes. Boots, I imagine he has uh, either black or white feet. He has white feet. Little Boots, okay. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to send uh, Boots some goodies like some, how about a paw breaker? Have you ever heard of these paw breakers? They're like compressed catnip balls. Oh, yeah. Okay, do you mind if we send you one for Boots? No, I'd love it. Okay. So would he. Hold on one second, Hope. Okay, thank you. 1-866-405-8405. Guido is waving his arms over me. He's going, you say the phone number too fast. <laughs> Slow it down. 1-866-405-8405. has a little ring to it. That's why I sing it so fast. We want to hear your horror stories. We have valuable prizes. What is that? Valuable prizes. Valuable. Well, they're very valuable to your cat or your dog. <laughs> and uh, we're taking your horror stories all week long. You don't have to call right this second. You may want to think about it. Brew on it, okay? And then call us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Thursday. We're here all week long. one 405 8405 Are you dressing up your... Uh your cats. You mentioned last week that I think you were dressing up Nike. I am. I'm, I've got a little devil horns and a little red cape that I'm going to put on Nike because he loves to run around the house like a racetrack. So, and whenever someone comes to the door, he runs to the door. So I think the kids coming for trick or treat will get a big kick out of it. And he's sort of a Diablo Gato anyway. Oh, he is. He's my little devil child that I love to death. Well, please be very safe as you go out trick or treating with your animals. Dr. Jim Humphreys joins us now. Hi, everybody. I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys for Animal Radio. Within a few days, ghosts and goblins will be roaming our streets, begging for treats and hopefully not playing many tricks. Halloween is a fun holiday for many people, but how do our pets react? Is this holiday spooky for them, too? 
part of the excitement of Halloween is a chance to dress up, although our costumes may vary from pretty ballerina to a horrific Freddy Krueger, our pets are often confused by this change of face, literally. Seeing their owners or even normally friendly neighborhood kids in a Halloween costume may trigger a dog's territorial instincts. Unfortunately, this protective nature may end up with a pet biting somebody or an attempt to watch over their home, maybe a little too aggressively. Other pets might become very confused, often struggling to get away or perhaps bark excessively. Dressing up your pet can be a fun idea, but you need to realize the pet's comfort too. Costumes should never be secured with rubber bands or anything that might constrict breathing or restrict circulation. Watch that carefully. Likewise, pets' costumes should be inedible and avoid any toxic plants or paints or dyes. If your pet appears uncomfortable in any way, it's probably best to allow your pet to appear in his birthday suit. The two biggest dangers to pets during this creepy holiday are injuries and poisonings. And a little common sense can help make sure that your pet doesn't end up at the emergency hospital. First, take a look at your Halloween decorations. Fake cobwebs or anything resembling a string can be attractive to a cat, and that can cause digestive obstruction if swallowed, and that can be very severe. Candles inside pumpkins are easy targets for excited, curious dogs, and they're likely to cause burns, or worse, would be a fire if they knocked it over. Because of the excitement surrounding the holidays, pets can get anxious and attempt to dart out the front door. Even if your pet is normally very social, the confusion of noise and weird costumes just might be too much for them. Keep all your four-legged family members indoors and safe during the trick-or-treating hours. Many people are aware that chocolate can be dangerous to pets. It takes just 8 ounces of milk chocolate or 1.5 ounces of that unsweetened bitter chocolate to cause problems in a 10-pound dog, and that's a small one. Cats will be affected by much smaller amounts of chocolate, so be careful. But other candies, especially sweetened with xylitol, can also cause problems. Keep all of the Halloween goodies away from your pets. Finally, although the reports are extremely rare, many people worry about the safety of their black cats during this holiday. Consider bringing all your cats inside for a few days or even potentially boarding your cat if you're concerned with this. Have a happy Halloween. For the Veterinary News Network at myvnn.com, I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. You've been to the AnimalRadio.com website recently. You've undoubtedly seen the enter button for the urinoff contest which just kicked off urinoff you know about it it's a stain remover it's an odor remover those tough problems revolutionary bioenzymatic formula is what they say man <laughs> that's a mouthful and all i know is it works i can't believe i could say it anyway the contest is awesome because if you win it the grand prize is a trip to la la land 
to hang out with Christopher Amoruso. And if you're an animal radio uh, regular, you know Christopher, the top celebrity pet photographer in the world. And he's joining us. Hi, Christopher. How are you doing? Thank you for that intro. Yeah, well, it's true. I just wanted to know if I can enter the contest and win. <laughs> and spend a little time with, with yourself? yourself? Yeah. Yeah, I want to win it for myself, actually. <laughs> you don't have any time for yourself, probably. Yeah, I just want to fly out and spend a day with myself and just kind of relax. <laughs> this is actually really exciting, you know. Um, I've done photo contests before, but this is the first time, you know, I will actually be able to have a person fly out and actually do a photo shoot with me um, here in Los Angeles. I mean, it's going to be, I mean, how great is that? Well, now, do you have any hand in selecting who comes out and visits you? No, I don't. They're, they're actually going to just do a random selection. Um, I believe they're going to be just picking out of a, you know, uh, however they decide to do it. But, um, I mean, I totally trust their judgment, and it's going to be exciting to see who actually wins and what type of animal they're going to be bringing, you know. Maybe it'd be something exciting. It doesn't have to be a dog or a cat. Yeah, well, of course, you can bring your animal, and it's, it's a photo session with Christopher. Now, last year, we had the big animal radio contest where uh, we flew someone to Kanab, and they spent the day with me, and, of course, uh, we, we ate ravioli and uh, pigs <laughs> in a blanket, and uh, then we threw some horseshoes around. Didn't really turn out to be... Uh, the best prize. What would a day with Christopher Amoruso be like? Well, here's what we'll do. First, I'll ex- let them explore my world. Now, I'll just give them, the, you know, we'll, we'll talk about a location, um, depending on what the animal is. Um, obviously, I'll speak with the person before they, they come out to, to uh, do the shoot with me. Uh-huh. And we'll discuss the location and what they have in mind, and I'll tell them what I have in mind. And, uh, you know, I'll just show them a little bit of the, the town, depending on where they're from, you mm-hmm. know. It could be somebody who really doesn't care about L.A. <laughs> but that's your life. I mean, you, you you spend your life photographing celebrities and their pets. And by the way, I wanted to mention, you could see that in In Touch, is it correct? And you in also Touch have, every week, yes. You and also I'll, have your Paw Print magazine. Right. Paw Print magazine is my magazine, which I've had for the, uh, this, we're going on on the end of our second year now. Um, and you can see that at pawprintmag.com. Um, you know, listen, Los Angeles is what you make it out to be. I do a lot of work with celebrities, but I also see the other side of celebrities that people don't get to see. I get to see these people with their pets. You know, I get to see the loving side of them and the caring side outside of being on a set or being on a television set or being, you know, photographed by the paparazzi. So it's really it's exciting for me. I love what I do. And, and, and the other thing is that a lot of these people have really good hearts. And, you know, just having these people, I, I'm able to reach out to them and then they're able to give back to the animal world. And that's where I feel like my part is, and I think that's where I was placed into this whole animal situation. What happens after the photo shoot? Will these photos be published? Um, we're going to print them in the uh, paw print magazine. We'll have them run in paw print magazine, and then wow. the people will get copies of them. And you know, it'll be nice. It'll be. Uh, I would be excited. You know, I would be excited <laughs> if I was. You know. You know, I'm not flattering myself, but you know, just have a, someone who works a lot with celebrities and stuff to come out and, and, and be able to do a photo shoot with them. That'd be really exciting. Who have you shot recently? Um, one of a, a real, actually really exciting shoot that I did uh, just last week was with um, Kat Von D, who is the girl on my uh, LA Inc. She was on Miami Inc. and now she has LA Inc. Mm-hmm. Um, and her show's doing really well. But she has a hairless cat, and that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. I was re- I was really excited about you know photographing the cat. Now mm-hmm. the interesting thing was is that. The cat's always used to being inside, so he's very friendly to everybody inside. But this is his first time he was really outdoors, and we did the shoot outside, and he was 
so upset that day. <laughs> and, you know, for people who have cats, and when, you know, when, you, when your cat gets upset, it gets a little dangerous. <laughs> you need a little sweater or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But, um, you know, and, and I have the new issue of Pop Print Magazine coming out and um, featuring Shawnee Smith on the cover. Um, Shawnee is the actress from, uh, she's, she's been around for a long time. She's the lead girl in all the Saw movies, if there's any horror buffs out there. <laughs> yes, I remember that. Yeah, so she's, uh, and they have the new, they have Saw 4, 4 coming out now this month. And um, we did some great shots up in Joshua Tree. That was really exciting for me because I got to get out of L.A. for a little while and just go up to Joshua Tree, and we shot mm -hmm. out. And although it was very hot, it was like 110 degrees that day. Oh, wow. We're with uh, Christopher Amaruso, a celebrity pet photographer. He is the prize for the picture of yourself in Hollywood sweepstakes for Urinoff. Can you give us a couple of quick tips? We don't have a lot of time, but a couple of quick tips are photographing our animals. We have cats here at the studio. They're so hard to photograph. Well, the best thing to do is if you have cats and they don't go outside, find a room that has a lot of light, you know, a window that has a lot of light, because you don't want to use the flash, especially with cats on the inside. Um, you'll get very strange-looking eyes because their pupils are just so wide, and the, the, the light just bounces back, and you'll get these green. So take them close to a window, try and get them up on a chair, even try and get them to look out the window, and you just turn the flash off on your camera, and that's going to make a really nice photo. Stay down low. Don't shoot standing up and pointing down at your animal. Just stay down low to their level. Get as close as you can to them. A lot of people always, like, they pull away so far, and they get the whole cat in the photo. Pull up really tight. Get really close to their face. It makes it more personable, and you get to see, like, the detail in their face, especially today with digital cameras. It's, all the digital cameras out there are amazing. So you can get some great prints, and you can get some great photos done. Um, switch it, turn it to black and white, make it very moody. Just real simple, easy things, and you'll, you'll see a big difference in your photos. You remember the day where you had to wait at least a week to, to find out if the photo even came out? Oh, it was horrible. I don't. I, I think about it now. My first book was like that. I had, uh, you know, I, I shot my first book in film, and every time I did a photo shoot, I had to go to the, to the lab, drop off the pictures, wait a week for the actual proofs, and you sit there, you look at proofs under this little loop, and you strain your eye, and then you know, looking at them under a loop, it's, a loop is completely different than when they're blown up. Oh, it's horrible. How did we do it? I, I can't imagine. Here's how to enter the contest, www.urinoff.com. Head on over there, all the details. If you're driving along right now, if you, you can't write that down, you can't remember that, uh, God bless you. But if you can't remember that, remember from the front of animalradio.com, right there, a big old button to enter, Urinoff's See Yourself in Hollywood Sweepstakes Grand Prize, Christopher Amoruso. Christopher I know you're a busy guy. We're going to let you go. Thank yeah. you guys so much. Anytime. I'd love to be back on anytime. What is your website and how can we get Paw Print? PawPrintMag.com. And you can you can uh, enter for a subscription right there. Uh, the, the magazine is free. The subscription is just for the shipping cost of the magazine. Um, it's a high-gloss, fully, fully color magazine. It's beautiful. And there's a lot of celebrities as well as a lot of animal good animal content. PawPrintMag.com. The guy with the best gig in the world, Christopher Amoruso, right Thank here. Thank you on. so much, guys. Have a great day. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Clive Sears from HGTV. You're listening to Animal Radio. Please, please remember to spay and neuter your pets. Every year, there are millions of pets in animal shelters across the country just waiting for a loving home. I'm Mike Farrell with a very simple message. If you're thinking of getting a pet, please adopt. 
easily locate your closest place to adopt, call Pets 911 toll-free at 1-888-PETS-911. It's easy, it's free, and it gives a pet a second chance at life. Together, we can ensure a better future for our pets. For adoptable pet listings in your community, go to Pets911.com. Pets911, proud to be partnered with Animal Radio. Hey, cat lovers, wish you never had to touch, smell, scoop, or buy cat litter again. Your wish is granted with Cat Genie. The world's only self-flushing, self-washing cat box. The Cat Genie looks like a cat toilet and cleans like magic. See it in action at 60catgenie.com. That's the number 60catgenie.com. Or call 1-800-517-4289. That's 1-800-517-4289. Cat Genie is totally litter-free. Okay, cats need to dig and cover. So Cat Genie uses permanent washable granules that never need changing. To cats, Cat Genie fills and acts like a clean litter box. See it in action at 60catgenie.com. That's the number 60catgenie.com. Or call 1-800-517-4289. That's 1-800-517-4289. Buddy, don't do that. Don't worry. Lots of dogs eat grass. Didn't you hear? Dogs can get worm infections from eggs and larvae in the grass. Those parasites can even infect humans. I know. That's why I give my dog Safeguard K9 Dewormer twice a year. It's a safe and easy way to eliminate and prevent the major intestinal worms that infect dogs and to protect my family against infection. Where can I find out more? Just visit www.safeguard.com. That's S-A-F-E hyphen G-U-A-R-D dot com. Did you see the paper? They mentioned cloning animals for food. Seriously? I thought cloning was still pretty experimental. It is. Most of the animals die or are born with some sort of health defect. So why is the FDA going to approve it? I don't know. It's upsetting that the FDA seems to be ignoring scientific evidence that animals in cloning suffer. And the FDA says that it won't even label cloned foods. That's outrageous. Yeah, and we could be eating meat or drinking milk from cloned animals and not even know it. Is there anything we can do to stop this? You can. Contact the American Anti-Vivisection Society at www.endanimalcloning.org to learn more about the problems with animal cloning and to help keep cloned food off grocery store shelves. Cloning animals for food is not just about food safety. Animal suffering and other ethical issues have been ignored for too long and must be considered. To learn more, visit www.endanimalcloning.org. Just because we can clone animals for food doesn't mean we should. Animal Radio is brought to you by Get Serious, a stain and pheromone remover so easy to use, even men can do it. Hey, hey wait a minute. <laughs> Don't take any more excuses, women. It's time to get serious. Get Serious is available at PetSmart and online at GetSeriousProducts.com. Hi, this is Betty White. All us animal lovers love Animal Radio. Please help every way you can to make life better for our animals, like the Morris Animal Foundation does. This is an Animal Radio News Update, made possible by the Simple Solution Natural line of 100% biodegradable pet care products. George Clooney vows to never replace his pet pig. I'm Hal Abrams. Actor George Clooney, so depressed by the death of his pet pig, Max, has pledged never to keep a pig as a pet again. 
Max passed away last December. Since Max's passing, George Clooney has jumped into his job and has been occupied with work. The 46-year-old actor, who lived with the Vietnamese black-bristled potbelly pig for 18 years, concluded that no pig would ever be able to take Max's place. He says, you can't replace a good pig like that. Clooney adds he's been in the Carolinas shooting a movie and you can't get a new pet while you're on the road, now can you? Well, you can, but people will talk. George, they're already talking. Get more Animal Radio news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio news update brought to you by the Simple Solution Natural line of 100% biodegradable pet care products. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Earth-conscious consumers have an eco-friendly choice in pet care. The Simple Solution Natural line of 100% all-natural pet products, 100% biodegradable training pads, biodegradable even by California standards. They'll biodegrade faster than an orange peel. Also, Simple Solution Natural Pet Stain and Odor Remover, a great alternative to harsh chemicals found in traditional household cleaners. Simple Solution Natural, based on a way of life. Find Simple Solution at Petco, PetSmart, or your local pet retailer. Fido-Friendly Magazine. Perhaps you can do without it, but for kibble's sake, think of your dog. At last, a voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Fido-Friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. A quarterly guide to Fido-Friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you. This is Animal Radio Network. Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness. From all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. Judy, you're always making fun of my ringtone because uh, I guess you don't like Gloria Gaynor. I guess you have a problem with I Will Survive. Uh, but uh, yeah, and maybe yours is a little hipper because it, yes. it's a it's a wild uh, what what do you call those wild tones? It's a wild tone. Yeah, you you got one of the people from Wild Tones on the phone, and I wanted to mention in conjunction with this that Alex, you remember Alex, Alex the bird uh, parrot with Dr. Pepperberg. We interviewed him last year. This was like a, a gene. This I was afraid <laughs> to be around this parrot because frankly, yeah, I don't look so smart around him. Can you punch up line seven? Go ahead, uh, Deborah. Yes. Hi, Hal. Hi, Judy. Hi, Deborah. We have Deborah Rival, founder of Wildside Productions. Is it Rival? Is it Rival? What is it? It's actually Rival. It is Rival. Okay. Mm -hmm. Tell us what you've done with Alex and the phone tones that you put together. Well, actually, Hal, I have to. I have to concur with you on one thing, though. I also always felt really stupid around (laughs) Alex, (laughs) and I think he liked it that way. Um, what I've done is I have a, um, a new website that just launched a few weeks ago, and it's called wildtones.com. And on it, you can get all kinds of um, uh, animal and bird sounds and images for your ringtone and screensaver for your phone. Okay. And um, I've known Dr. Pepperberg and Alex for a really long time, and I've always admired her work with him. Well, you've done something to commemorate him. We did. We did, and it was a special donation pack for him. And uh, all the proceeds go to Dr. Pepperberg to continue her research on um, avian intelligence research. And what you get is a wonderful photograph of Alex for your phone. Okay. And you get Alex saying, come here as your ringer. Oh, I like that. (laughs) It's very cool. (laughs) And this is all downloadable? 
Oh, uh, yes. You just buy it on our uh, our website, and then we send it to you on your phone. That's pretty easy, Very, because yeah. I'm not too smart with the whole, as you probably could tell, the whole ringtone thing and the screensaver thing. It'd be easy enough for me to use, right? Listen, I can do it. I think you can, too. <laughs> now, how much does something like this cost? Well, the Alex Donation Pack is a special donation pack. Okay. Like I said, all the money goes to her. So that one was priced at nineteen ninety nine. But if you go online to wildtones.com, you can buy, like, um, uh, elk bugles and wolf howls and bird calls and screensavers for between $1.99 and $2.99. Now, what would be your most popular uh, ringtone as far as uh, animals go? You know, I'd almost like to ask you to guess that, but it also surprised me. Mockingbirds. Mockingbirds. Really? Mockingbirds and bull elks. Bull elks. I don't even know what that sounds like. It's a wild bugle. It sounds, well, you should listen to it online. <laughs> it, it benefits several organizations. I know one of them is uh, Tippy Hedren's, our friend Tippy Hedren's Roar Foundation. Who else? Right. Well, I, just to be clear, the Alex Donation Pack, all the money goes to the Alex Foundation. Okay. But anything else that you buy on our site, unless it's specified as a specific pack for a, don, uh, for a charity, uh-huh. we work with the Roar Foundation, which is Tippy Hedren's. We work with the Bill Jordan Wildlife Defense Fund, Oceanides, which is an Antarctic research organization on wildlife and Antarctic, um, and the IPPL, which is the International Primate Protection League. It's all at uh, wildtones.com, www.wildtones.com. I've just been informed that we're going to go ahead and give away a Go Wild pack. Is that it? Absolutely. Now, explain that, if you will. You get six items in it. We have uh, two of them. One is a creepy crawly pack, which is really a lot of fun. And one is a predator pack. And in it, you get three images for your phone. And then you get a free ringtone. If you want to animalize your phone, check it out. It's www.wildtones.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you so much. We're almost out of time here. I want to thank Jane Lynch for coming on the, the show today. Also, Glenn Close is next week. Coming up after that, author Robert Fulgham. Uh, everything I learned they taught me in kindergarten, something like that. Boy, it sold 16 million copies. Also, if you've missed any of the recent shows, like with Caesar Milan or uh, Gene Alexander, you can hear the podcasts at AnimalRadio.com. Before we run out of time, I want to call the winners for this summer end giveaway, because they don't know yet that they're winners. Uh, dialing up two winners, a cat winner and a dog winner. Hello? Hi, Jill? Yes? Jill Speckman? Yes. Hi, Jill. This is Hal and Judy from Animal Radio. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? We have some good news for you. Okay. Do you ever remember filling out any information online for the Animal Radio Summer End giveaway? Um, vaguely. Vaguely? Well, <laughs> guess what, Jill? You have, yes, okay. You've won the dog package. Oh, really? This yes. is uh, worth about $450. Oh, my God. And includes some great stuff from Petmate. You win a very kennel ultra. A stainless steel fresh flow fountain, the boutique series luxury lounger bed, pet steps, and the large electronic portion control the bistro, plus some things that we're going to throw in, uh, like a top tag, pet ID, and some get serious, all from Amazon. Oh Radio. my gosh, Rex will love that. Is, now, what kind of dog is Rex? He's a lab and German shepherd. Uh, a what? Lab and German shepherd. A lab and German shepherd mix. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. a big guy, huh? Yep. He'll definitely love this stuff. Plus, I'm going to also throw in some stuff from Kong, like the new Wubba from Kong, since uh, uh, 
he's a big guy. We'll give him some big toys to yes. play with, okay? Oh, cool. That's great. Thanks. Well, hold on one second. We need to get some information from you, okay? Okay. Jill's got the second line. Okay, is that the second line? Yes. Okay. Hello? Hi, Christy? Yeah? Christy Thompson? Yes. <laughs> this is Hal and Judy from Animal Radio. How are you doing? Good. Hi, Christy. How are you? Very yeah. good. Did we catch you on the road? You did. Okay, well, we'll make it fast. Okay. Uh, you have a cat, I understand. I I do. Uh, wh- what's his or her name? His name is Jack. Jack? What kind of cat is Jack? He's a tabby, Siamese mix. Well, he's one lucky cat. He has won Animal Radio Summer End Giveaway. Do you remember entering that? I do, yes. (laughs) He's going to make out here. He has a a brand new Litter Sweep Ultra from Petmate. The electronic portion control Labistro from Petmate. Also, the Boutique Series Faux Leather Cat Perch and the Boutique Series Faux Leather Cat Toy Box, as well as a bunch of great things that we're throwing in from all of us here at Animal Radio. Oh, that's great. Hold on one second. I don't want you to drive off the road or anything like that. Okay. We need to get some information from you, okay? Okay, great. Thanks for listening to Animal Radio. Thank you. That's all we have time for this week. Remember, we're streaming online 24-7 at AnimalRadio.com. And remember to spay and neuter, don't declaw, and adopt from your shelter. Have a great week. Bye. This is Animal Radio Network. Network.